Have you ever wondered if selling insurance is for you? Have you ever wondered if you were to actually sell insurance, anybody would want to buy from you? Have you under, ever wondered if you started to sell insurance and you began to prospect, what would you say? What would you go after? What type of business would you want to actually prospect? What would be the main thing you would offer somebody in exchange for a meeting with them? How would you begin to outline the broker of record letter process for a prospect? And then at the end of that conversation, would you have the guts to ask somebody for the business? That's what we're going to be talking about today with a special guest named Daniel Brookman. Stay tuned. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Charles Specht here, the host of Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast, and I am glad that you are here with us today. And so as you heard from the beginning intro of the podcast, we're going to be talking about a few different things, but I've got a special guest named Daniel Brookman that I'm going to introduce here in just a couple of minutes. But I wanted to talk to you for a moment before I introduce Daniel. I want to remind you about how important it is that you stay the course. I mean, at the end of the day, You've probably heard me say a bunch of times that you do not get something if you do not ask for that something. You don't get it if you don't ask for it at the end of the day. And that comes down to a number of different things. As you are working through the process, I'm trying to get your prospects to give you what you want. You have to ask for those things. You have to ask for the appointment. You have to ask for the carriers that you want to represent. You have to ask for the loss runs. You have to ask for copies of the policies. You need to even ask for things like, What sort of premium savings do you have to achieve in order to be guaranteed the business? You have to ask that the prospect not share your quote with the current agent or any other competing agents if you're going to go through that process. You have to then even have the guts to ask for the business so that when you ask for the broker of record letter, they're much more likely to give it to you. So the thing is, is that you can get through, you can sort of skate through and be an average insurance agent if you're not really that well-versed at asking for the things that you want. But at the end of the day, I know that really one of the main things that separates the amateurs from the pros, or the pros from the amateurs, that is, is there is a unique difference in my mind of those producers who are more of a hunter rather than a gatherer. And the gatherer, if you will, does not ask for the business. The gatherer does not ask the hard questions. The gatherer is more like trying to just sort of beat around the bush and never getting actually to the point of pulling back on the bow and letting the arrow fly through the air. Like you really have to actually shoot for the target in order to actually you know, gain some kind of reward. And so there's a big difference between insurance agents who are a little bit more gatherers versus those who are much more of a hunter. 
I want to talk to you today about a guy named Daniel Brookman, who I'm looking at even right now, and I feel he's more of a hunter than a gatherer. Uh, you're going to hear his story in a little bit. He's going to talk to you about some of the things that he's been learning because he's actually one of the members from my 12X Commission Mastermind. He's been in the Mastermind for a number of months now, and he's been one of those guys who applies the things that he learns. And he's got a good broker of record letter story that we're going to talk about here about when you do the basic things that we're talking about in regards to the differentiation, the timeline of services, asking for the business, when you when you hold the prospect's hand and you lead them down the path that you want to go, they will start to understand that you're the better agent that they should have as their agent. And so very often they might even ask a question, how do you become my agent? Or how do I get to have you as my agent going forward rather than my other agent? Or do I have to wait until we go through this quoting process so that you could be my agent? You see, again, most of your prospects don't know how insurance works. Therefore, the hunter holds the hand of the prospect and leads them down the way they want to go. The gatherer is almost hoping that the insured sort of figures it out for themselves. And so Daniel's not one of those guys. He's a hunter. And Daniel, man, you know, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you with us today. Hey, Charles. Great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely, man. So, you know, many people might not know who you are. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe the agency you work for, how long you've been in the business, that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. So I'm an insurance agent here in Ohio. I've been in insurance for nine years, working at an independent insurance agency for uh, about seven of those years. I'm a life guy, started out as a life guy, and I still am, always will be, but started to write commercial PNC back late 2019, early 2020, uh, which with the pandemic in 2020 made that the best year in history to start calling on businesses. Uh, but fortunately, um, had my life insurance practice, was able to weather that storm and hit the ground running in 2021. And then after a year, uh, of doing business, like I assume most PNC agents, you know, get started out um, just kind of being a generalist, you know, working on whatever you can. I decided to seek out some insurance and sales related podcasts, which is ultimately what led me here. Awesome, man. Okay. So you've been selling PNC commercial insurance for a few years now. What kind of business do you really go after? What's your micro niche that you're focused on? Right. So I'm not sure if this qualifies as a micro niche, definitely a niche. I only work with manufacturing accounts here in my home state of Ohio. Uh, manufacturing is the number one industry in Ohio by GDP and employment. So it's a great market to go after. But in addition to being a great Ohio industry, my dad has always worked it in manufacturing here in the state. Um, I myself spent some time working for a metal stamping plant, a car manufacturer. So I got a little background in history. You just have an affinity for the industry, the people in it. And so it was a good fit, decided to go all in on that. Yeah. And then correct me if I'm wrong, Ohio is one of those weird states where you can't write workers' compensation. Is that correct? So you can write everything else except the, the work comp? That's 100% correct, Charles. Yeah. I always give you like a hard time. You got to move to another <laughs> state where you can make more money by selling some comp, right? Right. But manufacturers is a, a good, obviously, an industry to go after. So when you look at the clients that you have in manufacturing, what kind of focus do they have in particular? Is it more kind of like plastic products, you know, is it for children or, or we're really kind of you focusing your time? Yeah, good question. So there's a lot of metal goods manufacturing. That's kind of been a, a little bit of a, a popular one for me recently. But, uh, you know, just based on the, the region I'm in, you know, Dayton 
is nearby and there's a lot of defense and a lot of aerospace. You've got Wright Patterson mm-hmm. Air Force Base there. And, and so there's a lot that kind of comes with defense and aerospace that spins off of that. Got it. All right. Tell me, you know, you've been in the mastermind now for about how many months do you think? I would say six to six to seven months. Okay. You know, what was it that be, you know, before you got into the mastermind, did, was it that you just felt like you needed some more accountability? Did you need, you know, maybe just to have some more questions answered? What did you feel like was a need for you? Yeah. So I was, before I joined the mastermind, I was listening to this podcast for probably about six months. Mm-hmm. And um, I just kept hearing some recurring themes, you know, about niche marketing, about timeline of services, about, you know, the BOR and, and the strategies. And I really just wanted to learn more about it. I just wanted to understand it better. And that's what really kind of enticed me to join. And that has been a huge benefit. Obviously, you know, all the materials and our mm-hmm. two meetings per week. But I would say what the biggest benefit has been has actually been mindset having those two weekly calls with yourself and the other producers on there and just keeping those ideas fresh, keeping prospecting top of mind. It keeps me from kind of straying away and, you know, kind of losing focus on what's most important as a producer, which is prospecting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after at the end of the day, if we aren't having something that is sort of like goal, that's our base that we can kind of go back to, we just continue to go off in all different directions. And at the end of the day, a producer producers, a producer prospects, a producer hunts. That's what we have to do. And so it's, a, I think, a very important for us just to remember that accountability is key. And even then hearing from other agents around the country, you know, what they're going after and what they're saying and, you know, their differentiation. And as you know, like we typically start out each of the masterminds just from hearing from people on, you know, how many BORs they got this last week, Right. And then we hear like how they did it and what they said and what was the differentiation. And just, I really feel like that is helpful. We hear these positive stories that are, people are actually putting things into place and they're getting really good results, right? So, you know, when you think about like some of the accounts that you've worked on recently, like, has there been an account that you got from a broker of record letter? Is there, you know, a prospect out there that sort of like you began implementing things like your micro niche and a script and your differentiation and timeline and so forth? You know, talk to me about that. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you want me to jump off into the the BOR story. That's that's probably sure. Go ahead. Yeah, man, hit it. So yeah, that's been you know my most successful you know part of this process. But we've talked a little bit about you know if you if you don't represent the the current carrier, then you know market selection and different things of that nature. But kind of had the the perfect storm here for for one BOR. So. You know, just a little bit of background. So prior to listening to this podcast, joining the mastermind, I didn't niche in anything. I didn't utilize uh, LinkedIn. So, you know, after being involved here, I you know, chose a niche. Charles has a LinkedIn playbook that I use to kind of tailor my message, start connecting to, to people who were in my ideal client profile uh, on LinkedIn. And that's how I actually connected with and set the meeting with my now client. That's not to say don't cold call because cold calling is still the best in my opinion, but neglecting a powerful B2B tool like LinkedIn, just not smart. And I wasn't being smart and it, you know, took joining the mastermind and, and learning from Charles on, you know, some strategies for how to do that. But that's what basically got me in the door. And then while getting in the door is vitally important because without that step, you can't even have a discovery interview. I still think the discovery interview is the most important part of the sales process 
because you get invited in for a reason. And the the number one thing you got to find out in that discovery process is why are you there? Why did you get invited in? But fortunately for me, my client, she was very nice, extremely open. I could tell she wasn't trying to hide anything. She just legitimately was looking for some help. So the real issue was just agent complacency. There is a huge geographic distance between the client and the agent, and they were just kind of reactively servicing the account. Uh, Sign this. Here's this. Here's your premium. You know, here's your binder. Here's this. And never really, you know, being proactive at all. And so, you know, I just empathized, you know, it's about how frustrating that could be and, you know, that I understood. And it was at that point I could tell that I had an opening to kind of ask for the BOR if I could just tell her, you know, why I was the better choice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to break out my timeline of services, which is another arrow I was missing from my quiver prior to joining 12-time mastermind. I got that out, went through the presentation on our agency The fact I only work with her industry, um, detailed my timeline of services, how I would service her account, how working with one agent who is transparent and has a marketing and negotiating strategy with the underwriters uh, is ultimately what's in her best interest as an insurance buyer. And uh, it's really funny because the last page is where I kind of ask for the sale, ask, Mm -hmm. you know, for that BOR. But before I got to the last page of the presentation, she looked at me and she said, well, I mean, is there any way that I can just make you my agent? Mm, right. I was like, beautiful, perfect, right, you know. Right. Yeah, I that's believe, how it's supposed to work. <laughs> I couldn't believe it was so well. And, you know, I was like, well, that's great foreshadowing there because it's actually the last page of this thing. And so after meeting for only 45 minutes, I left with a signed BOR letter and a new client. And the old me from just a handful of months prior would have never even utilized such a strategy. I would have focused solely on how can I get a copy of the policy? How can I look, copy, quote, pray? How can sure. I do that? Because that was all I knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And so not anymore. This is uh, definitely mm-hmm. my new strategy, whether it's on the first meeting, second meeting, definitely implementing the BOR strategy. Yeah. If it makes you sense. Know, and I, I mean, I appreciate a lot of different things that you said there. You know, it's if we don't have a strategy to move a prospect through the funnel, if you will then the the way that the insured is going to default to is, I guess I need to get quotes from you then, right? I mean, most insurance buyers have no idea that the broker of record letter exists, let alone how it works, right? And so they don't necessarily understand that with one signature, they can change their agent. They literally, I mean, they literally don't know this is an option. And so if we can then, in a very tactical, very professional, but very strategic way, work through the process so that the the insured can see what it is that they've been experiencing. In other words, the bad news, right? The pain points that they have. They haven't been receiving this and their agent hasn't been responsive in this area and so forth. And then we can explain how we're different, how we actually provide these various things. Uh, We can then show them what they're going to get once they actually like buy the car, if you will, that once they decide to do business with us, these are the services they're going to get in the timeline of services. It's leading them down the path so that they are coming to the conclusion themselves, I wish Dan was my agent, right? I mean, at the end of the day is like she was already thinking that before she even vocalized it. Somewhere through that process, she was thinking, 
I wish this guy was my agent. Like, I, I, well, how do we, how do we make this happen? Like, I want this guy to be my agent going forward. She was already there. She just didn't know how to, how to articulate it. And then she finally just said, can I make you my agent? Like you were pressing the button. She was seeing what the needs were. You were then explaining it to her and it just became the obvious choice of what to do next. That's a beautiful thing. So I mean, well done, man. And my, my hat's off to you in, in regards to that process. Do you think there was anything in particular in that particular issue that was like the major pain point where she began to see, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm just not getting good service from, from the agent versus, okay, Daniel's got a solution for that. Daniel's going to provide this over here. Do you think there's anything like that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a couple different areas in there, but if I had to pick just one, um, I would say just the timeline of services itself being explicit about exactly what you're going to provide and when, I think that is very helpful because what better way to contrast what you're going to do? Because, you know, they don't, they don't know, they don't know what you're going to do. They, if they've only had experience with one agent or agency, they don't even know maybe what services should be provided or could be provided. So when you lay that out, it really can mark a contrast between what you're capable of doing and willing to do versus what the incumbent mm-hmm. agent is doing. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I could think I definitely saw some light bulbs kind of going off when, when going through that part. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you. It's amazing to me. Like I would 100% agree with what you just said. The timeline of services by far and away is the most potent weapon that you can have in the entire process. I have heard from agents where they say, oh, we know, well, we've got things like that in our brochure. We've got a timeline of services and all that, but they don't really use it and they don't know how to present it. And very often it's not presented in a way that the insured can understand it. It's presented in a way that makes the agent seem really good or their agency, but it's not presented in a way so that the insured can see, what do I get out of this relationship? How, how do I see this as something that's valuable to me? And so how we present all of this to the prospect isn't, you know, I'm a great agent. My agency's a great agent. Your agent's a bum. No, it's like we are, we are doing this step by step. So the insured comes to their own conclusion. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And I would tell you the vast majority of my clients say exactly what you just said, that the timeline of services is the thing that helps them win more business almost than anything else. The timeline of services is the thing, right? You know, I would also say that, you know, when we start to figure it out from a branded perspective, right? You know, you're going after manufacturing. So you create a timeline of services that is branded for manufacturing, do you feel that that is something that helped the insured to see that this was really something for them and their industry? And, you know, how, how did you utilize the timeline to help the insured see that? Yeah, definitely. You know, within kind of uh, the presentation, I make sure to kind of focus on that, that I'm niched in this, that I, that I deal with this. And, and so some of my services and and some of the things that I talk about really focus and, and cater to 
that industry. And that's really important because people are like, you know, they, they're drawn to that. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. they this guy, he's for me. This is what he does, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people, um, I think, really value that. And so I make sure that, you know, there's pictures of manufacturing. There's talks about specific uh, exposures for manufacturers and there's specific services designed to help cater to that industry. That's just the icing on the cake. If you just have a, a basic timeline of services, you're way ahead of the competition. But if mm-hmm. you then tailor it to a to a niche, you're light years, light years. Yeah, right. You know, so for those people who are listening, inside the group coaching mastermind, which is called the 12X Commission Mastermind, you have full access to everything. Like, so all of the digital courses are in there. Well, one of the things that Daniel's talking about is what I have in one of my digital courses, Millionaire Producer School, in the seventh module you know, I have a brochure in there that you can use and utilize and just take. I mean, you can take it and just use it. You can edit it as you want. It has a copy of the timeline of services that's in there. But what it does is that it takes you through not kind of a normal brochure. It takes you through what I call a broker of record letter brochure because it's taking you through that process so that you can show the insured what they've currently been receiving and how it's deficient versus what you're going to receive um, having me as your agent going forward through that timeline of services, it gives the insured a chance to see why this is a better approach. And then at the end, obviously, it you know has the broker of record letter. The next step in the process is to get the signature on that signed bor- bor. You know, it just it's giving you a step by step process on what to follow in order to make that prospect a current client. Right. Let me ask you again. We didn't talk about this, so I'm not quite sure exactly what your answer is going to be. But before you were in the mastermind. Did you not really have a strategy, if you will, for prospecting and all of that? And then what kind of a strategy did you get after you became a mastermind and started going through the material? Yeah, great question. So, I mean, I had a little bit of a strategy, which was basically to cold call people, try to get their expiration dates, try to go in, get a copy of their policy, quote against it, kind of cross my fingers and and pray that I, you know, was cheap enough or found enough coverage gaps or, or whatever. I mean, you know, look, copy, quote, pray, you know, that's, that's the strategy because I didn't have a strategy. And it's really the the thing when I was listening to a bunch of different sales and insurance based podcasts, it's the thing that attracted me to this one in particular was because you actually sounded different. You had something different to, mm-hmm. to say different to offer. And that's what really attracted me because I know that as, as the insurance buyer, it's like going on to a car lot and everything looks like a Honda Accord, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that that one's just as good as that one. It's really hard to differentiate. And mm-hmm. so that was where I found a lot of value in, in what you were talking about. Uh, and so now my prospecting is specialized. The messaging is not just industry specialized, but also specialized kind of talking and tailored to this process and how I'm going to be different than just quoting your insurance. Yeah. Do you feel like it now that you have a strategy and kind of have a way in which to do this, it helps you in your hit ratio for setting appointments and, and confidence when you're doing your prospecting and so forth? Definitely. I set more appointments now. I'm much more confident in my appointments, uh, mm-hmm. knowing kind of what my strategy is, what my value that I'm providing. You know, one thing, too, that I've, I've started doing, and I, I know you've talked about this before, is kind of talking a little bit about just how 
how business insurance is is purchased, what goes on behind the scenes and explaining mm-hmm. that in those meetings. And that a lot of times kind of opens their eyes and, and allows you to have a little bit of a, of an edge, I think, um, when you do that. Yeah. And I would say, you know, because, because I helped, I used to be a producer for 10 years. And then for the last like 13 years, yeah, for the last 10 years, I've been working with insurance agents, helping them with the process. But why I work with insurance agents is because after I started, after I stopped producing, I opened up a consulting company to work with business owners. And I then spent all this time working with you know, mostly construction companies, but some manufacturers and nursing homes and things like that. But it was with larger insurance buyers. And they were telling me things that I thought I knew, but I didn't really understand it. Uh, they were talking to me about how all these agents just sound the same and they just have no idea about which one's different. And they would meet with these agents and they said, we're going to get quotes, but we don't know how the quoting process works. We don't know what carriers are going to go to. We don't know what carriers they have access to. Doesn't every agent have the same or every agent have the same carriers? They don't know the difference between, you know, standard markets, non-standard markets, wholesalers, intermediaries. If someone has the pen for a certain program, like they just literally don't know. And then when all of these quotes come in, they don't understand exactly how to you know go through each of these to see what's there and what's not there. And frankly, I would tell you that when you talk about education and transparency in the prospecting approach, that can be an absolute game changer because what you're doing in essence is you're lifting the veil about what's happening behind the insurance process so that they can see and therefore they can make a wise decision on how it's going to benefit them going forward what they can do or not do to put themselves in a better position. So a hundred percent on that one, man. For sure. I'll just say, you know, for, you know, for example, like blind quoting, you know, often leads to the buyer getting a reputation amongst the underwriters that they're a perpetual shopper and then they lose interest, you know, so what they think is actually the best strategy to get them the best deal is actually hurting them in the long run. But if they don't understand how the process works, if they, if no one's been transparent, explain that to them, how else would they know? So yeah. I think they really respect that and value that if you'll you'll even just, you know, like you said, remove the veil a little bit. So Yeah. And like what you just said, so true from an insurance underwriter's perspective. I've heard it from underwriters as well. You know, they'll say, you know, we quoted on that the last three years, or, you know, I've gotten multiple submissions on that account. You know, I just mm-hmm. don't feel that the insured really, you know, wants to start a relationship. And we're looking for, you know, policyholders that want to start a relationship. And I get it. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. But that doesn't mean the insured gets it. You mm-hmm. know, no one told the insured, by the way, here's how you actually do a quoting process for your insurance. Here's the best way to get the best deal for yourself. Here's, you know, here's so you don't have to use multiple agents. Like nobody teaches them how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. and from a similar perspective, nobody teaches insurance agents that you don't, you don't have to quote. You know, it's like you don't have to do that. You don't have to just sort of, you know, throw in the towel and say, okay, I guess I'm just going to quote. No, like you can put a line in the sand saying, I know how to quote. I've already done that. I know which carriers to go to. I've got access to the underwriters that are writing your business. Um, there is not a single carrier out there that you know could be uh, better than what I have to offer. I know how to actually work with that underwriter to get the quote. Just use me going forward. It's like they don't know really even what they don't know. So that, there's a lot of truth to what you were saying there. Um, talk, if you will, like even as we start kind of like bringing this to a close a little bit, but talk about who do you actually think would benefit from being in the mastermind and why? Like what kind of an agent would benefit from it? Ooh, that's a good question. I wasn't ready for that one. That's right. I um, that one. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, um, I would say this. Anyone who is kind of tired of the same old process, same old, you know, just I'm going to get a copy of these policies. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get quotes. Just tired of that same you know, rat race. Um, they feel like they're kind of stuck in the same place. They feel like they don't sound any different. They're tired of just kind of being all things to all people. Anyone like that, where they, they really feel like they could have a lot of success if they just knew, kind of had a process, had a track to run on, so to speak. They could have a lot of success. They're willing to do the work. They're willing to put in the effort. Um, they just don't really maybe know, you know, how to build the better mousetrap. Well, mm-hmm. this would be for, for them. Yeah. All right. You know, for those of you who might be interested in the mastermind, go to 12x.club. So 12x.club. I call it 12x commission mastermind for a reason. 12x, you know, doing something like Daniel mentioned 12 times. Like we're trying to get 12 broker of record letters, you know, one a month, three per quarter. 12 BORs rather than just going through a quoting process and hoping and praying. Like what would that do to your business if you got 12 new clients that you didn't even have to actually like quote in order to win, that they began to just trust you and they signed over their insurance to you. That's the focus. That's the goal, right? We're doing something consistently and we're working through the process and we're sticking to the process because the process works. So if you're interested in becoming a member of the mastermind, want to find out a little bit more, go to 12x.club to see a little bit about how it's done. Um, then you'll get a chance to kind of meet Daniel face to face and so forth. But, you know, anybody who is a member of my group coaching mastermind gets full access to all of my digital courses. So Daniel mentioned the LinkedIn course. Uh, he mentioned, you know, the brochure and so forth that comes from one of the modules from my digital course, Permission uh, Producer School and a Millionaire Producer School. And it's all available to you, as well as we have a a mastermind library in there, which has a number of different videos in which to watch and so forth. But again, we do two live group coaching sessions per week, and they're lasting about 45 minutes. And we're working through the curriculum piece by piece. And you're getting a chance to ask questions, you know, how do I do this or what would work here? And you're hearing how maybe some other agents are doing it and what kind of success they've gotten. But it gives you accountability. It gives you a process. It gives you a strategy. And frankly, it might be one of the best things you ever would do for your business. So again, 12x.club is a place in which to check it out and kind of go from there. One other thing before we kind of begin to close this down. So be on the lookout for it because one of the things also that members get, um, what I'm doing for my group coaching mastermind is that people who are actually active members of the mastermind, whenever I do a boot camp or if I put on a masterclass or something like that, they're just getting free access to it. Like they don't have to pay for it. So like the next one that I'm going to be doing here is probably, I was initially thinking I was going to do it in March, but March isn't going to work. So I'm going to do it in April. Check out brokerofrecordletter.com. I'll be putting that on there just probably um, about a week or so, but I'm going to be doing a boot camp on the broker of record letter process. Well, all my mastermind, you know, people that are in it, they just get free access to it. They don't have to pay $297. They're just, that's just part of the benefit of being in the permission, you know, nation community. So my hope and goal is that I want insurance agents to be successful after all is said and done. I want them to not have to worry about their next commission check. I want them to be more successful. And I also, because I work with a lot of insurance buyers, I know that insurance buyers get a much better process and a product and a better agent as well when their agents understand and teach them these things. So there, frankly, is nobody who gets a a bad deal out of this. In fact, even the carriers get a better deal out of this entire process. 
The underwriters don't have to get multiple you know, submissions. The underwriters get to work with the agent that actually has the insurance permission and so forth. If we begin putting all of this into play, everybody gets a better process out of it. And the insured ultimately is getting a very good deal. The producer, those of you who are listening, you get a client without actually having to go through a quote and pray situation. After all said and done, 12x.club is the place in which to check it out. Daniel, I really appreciate you being with us today. And you know, thanks for being a part of the mastermind. If you want to connect with Daniel anywhere, Daniel, is there any place in particular, social media or anything like that, where people might be able to connect with you? Uh, yeah, sure. The only uh, social media that I uh, utilize is LinkedIn. And I only utilize that now because of the mastermind group, but you can find All me there right. on LinkedIn. All right. Daniel Brookman, B-R-O-O-K-M-A-N. Check him out on LinkedIn. Daniel, appreciate you being with us. And everybody, remember, quoting is for the week. Going for the broker of record letter is just smart. The broker of record letter is the fastest, smartest, most ethical process for building a $1 million or more book of business. My name is Charles Specht. I'm the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. <laughs>